Today's That's a Retrograde is brought to you in part by Tradesy.com. One of our favorite destinations on the internet to fall into a shopping K-hole. <laughs> yes, because they have the best designer luxury consignment for up to 90% off retail. All guaranteed 100% authentic and quick and simple returns. And not only can you buy stuff, but you can sell your own stuff directly from your closet if you use the Tradesy app. All you got to do is take some photos, add some item details, publish, and voila. That's amazing. It's ready to go. So if you visit Tradesy.com and use the promo code RETRO, you will get $50 off your first purchase of $400. That's promo code RETRO to get $50 off your first purchase of $400. So, hey... Let's namaste not paying retail prices. And making money off our closet. Definitely. Summer, summer time. Here we are. It's summertime. Is that a song? Kind of. It was like a remix of a. What cover. song were you singing? Will Smith. Heard of it? I never heard of him. Will Smith with DJ Jazzy Jeff. No. This is that's so retrograde. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Cott. Elizabeth Cott with the strong '90s references <laughs> that I am not on board with. I'm um, Stephanie Sambari, and I only remember. Um, getting jiggy with it, right? With it, of course. Of course. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh-huh. Men in Black, right? Wild Wild West, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what about Willennium? No, I didn't. I didn't get down with Willennium. Nothing says wellness journey like a Will Smith <laughs> music catalog. <laughs> I say a recap. Yeah, we should put one on the blog just for fun. Why not? Because it's the summer, it and you is. can drink beers in the middle of the day and listen to Will Smith. How's your summer? I'm just loving it. Are you living it? I'm living it. I'm making summer happen. So hard. I'm getting tan. I remembered sunscreen this time around. Phenomenal. After I was shamed by my Instagram audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just got back from a vacation. I did. Welcome home. Thanks. Maybe yeah. we'll throw a little recap of that into the roses okay. portion of this fine show. But today, slash right now, uh-huh. We have one of our favorites. Yes, I'm excited because it's uh we haven't really recapped what's happening in the cosmos recently. Can you guys guess who it is? Guess who it is. Let's bring her on right <laughs> now because she's sitting right here. Hi. Um, I was about to say Miss Ambie Sitham, but, but something's happened. Yeah. Mrs. Ambie. Mrs. Ambie Kavanaugh. Oh, oh my God. Kavanaugh. Are you changing your last name? I am going to change <gasps> my last name. What are we going to do? Last... Call me... Ambie. Just grandma. AC? 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 Oh, it's a K. AK. Guys, Ambie's been married. Congratulations. I wish I had my sound machine. I wish you did too. I wish I had a sound machine. What would it be? Like a horse name? Boom, 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 boom. That sounds like a firing squad. I'm not sure I like that for the celebration of my wedding. So, congratulations. Thanks, girls. But we're not here to talk about that. No, I know. We're congratulations. Here. We don't care. No. <laughs> There's a lot happening. There is a lot happening. In the stars. Mm-hmm. Summer of love. And we need an update, a forecast on the cosmos. What have we been through? What are we have yet to expect? Like, tell yep. us everything. We're so happy you're here. Okay. So. Do you plan your wedding according to your cosmos? Yes. First question. Yes, and the engagement happened during a Venus retrograde, which we, he tried to propose <clears throat> during a Venus retrograde, and I made him unpropose. <laughs> really? 
Really? Yeah, because he basically overheard me um, talking about Venus retrograde and he took giving an interview to a magazine and he then looked really forlorn. This is when we were in London and came up to me and then told me that he was going to propose, but he decided to uh, postpone because he heard Venus was retrograde. Well, was, so why not make that type of question statement during a Venus retrograde? You know, when Venus is retrograde, the, the energies are somewhat repressed of the planet of love and commitment and beauty and, and abundance and all those good things, but mainly love. And I just would never feel very comfortable having got engaged during a Venus retrograde. I don't advise people to get engaged during a Venus retrograde. I don't mm. pe- advise people to start a new relationship during Venus retrograde. I don't advise people to move in together during a Venus retrograde. It's not the death knell for it, but given that this is what I do, right. yeah. um, I was going to practice what it, I teach. Keep it right. on brand. Yeah, you know? and now Mr. Kavanaugh has learned that he has to practice what I teach yeah. as well. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Okay, yeah. so we just had a pretty intense full moon. Yes. What was it? What was the deal? Let's get into it. So we had a full moon in Capricorn um, last Saturday, and uh, obviously the Capricorn part of all of our charts has been subjected to huge destruction and transformation since 2008. We're nine years through this transit because Pluto, um, the planet of transformation, destruction, power, change, went into Capricorn in 2008, and obviously uh, we're now nine years ago that happened and now we've got another eight years left until the transit finishes seven years actually it ends in 2024 so the reason why it was so intense for so many people is when pluto goes through a part of our charts he has different stages he has a stage of destruction a stage of transformation and then a stage of rebirth and sweet new beginnings and so unfortunately for each person depending on what else is going on in their chart you know where they are on their soul's journey so astrology says that each person would have been experiencing a different one of those themes at this weekend. So I know a lot of people that saw a lot of destruction in the Capricorn ruled parts of their charts. But on the flip side of it, people like me, you know, were having kind of like sweet new beginnings, like transformation, mm-hmm. rebirth. So I know it was intense, but it can always be, and full moons aren't always bad intense. They can often be positively, you know, intense with things coming to sort of fruition. Yeah, that's what I, I was curious about because sometimes we read about these astro happenings Mm -hmm. that for instance like a death and a rebirth and symbolic you know big Mm -hmm. emotional journeys that they can be catalysts for but like what about if you're just feeling emotionally light and not really don't have anything top of mind that's like oh I want to burn this I want to release this it's just kind of like nice and yeah you're enjoying life here's the well it's a really good question because here's the thing full moon's are intense but they can be emotionally light and intense mm-hmm. not light necessarily but emotionally good and intense it can be a time of celebration it can be a time of festivities it can be a time where something comes to fruition and culmination i always say this in my personalized reports it's like it's either letting go releasing or bringing something to fruition so you know in a lot of cultures there's celebrations around full moons um and so when you know in terms of a ritual what i do with the soul astrology is obviously everyone knows about the burn and release around a full moon but when things are going well in your life and around a full moon you've got to take that as a kind of cosmic nod that you're on the right path 
that you're doing what you need to for your soul's journey and it's a time to celebrate. It's a time to bring things to fruition. So what I tend to do when things are going super well at a full moon uh, is write a little note to the cosmos, <laughs> giving thanks and gratitude mm. for the transformation that's happened and occurred in that area of my life and the things that have come to fruition. And I write that kind of, you know, dear cosmos, whatever, you know, thank you for this, thank you for that thing. God, angels, whoever it is that anyone wants to talk to, your spirit guides, write a note thanking and giving thanks and appreciation and then burning that note and, and seeing that, you know, when we put these intentions out there, when we engage in these rituals, things do transform, things do change, things do come to fruition. And I'd also want to just say to sort of, I know a lot of people sort of wrote to me and sort of said, I had a really tough full moon, you know, this Capricorn part of my chart is so painful. And what I want to sort of offer people that hope is that, you know, Capricorn in my chart rules the fifth house, which is love, dating, you know, children, all of those things. And nine years ago, when the Pluto and Capricorn transit happened, I had complete destruction in that area of my life. I broke up with somebody who I was going to marry and I was going to have children with because I didn't want to have children with them. And it took nine years later to have this transformation and this sweet, re, you know, new beginning and rebirth to be with the person and marry the person that I do want to be with and have kids with. So, I'm just putting that out there as kind of, you know, we all have, we all go through the destructive phases, but we also can all go through the rebirth phase and everyone should just kind of hold on to that. Beautiful. Yeah. That makes sense. It does make sense. I'm going to put that in my pocket. Me too. What else is going on? So it's the summer of love. What's up? But I was about about to like share all my thoughts about the Capricorn full moon, but I was like, we don't have time to get into this. We just got to do a rundown. Okay. So rundown, it's actually the summer of love and why it's the summer. You remember everyone knows about how Jupiter went into Libra last September and this was like Jupiter, goodness, abundance, expansion. Unless you're living under a rock. (laughs) I mean, some people do live under rocks and they don't listen to the cosmos, right? Um, Libra, It's hard to listen to the cosmos when there's Russia. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we're just going to just know that that's something else that's happening, which is going to play itself out. And we're all going to have keep the faith on that one. Don't even get me all started. But um, so Jupiter obviously has a retrograde period every year for like almost four months. And obviously, obviously, because everyone decides to go retrograde at some point, which is very irritating, Mm -hmm. apart from the moon and the sun. At least they go in the right direction. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks. Exactly. Shout out to the sun and the moon. We love (laughs) Love you you guys. Um, so Jupiter turned direct at the full moon in June and it was interesting because it was you know it gives us these four months of the summer to kind of enjoy Jupiter being in direct motion in Libra so infusing the Libra ruled parts of each of our charts with all its goodness but also just for the world at large for relationships for double acts whether that's it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship it can be like you guys like a partnership you know it can be like soul sisters was so bad <laughs> yeah that was, that, that was quite demented but anyway um, brown We're grandma working on it brown grandma grandma needs to teach you about that um high fiving we um, need to make up a dance yeah we do i think that that's the next move so dancing cute cute um so you know so, so we have jupiter direct in libra in beautiful forward motion, we've got two new moons in Leo in this next over the next month. Okay, um, and Leo in the natural zodiac is the ruler of the fifth house, which rules all those things. You know, I was talking about before: love, 
dating, romance, children, self-expression, creativity, and fun. Some are fun. Some are fun and some are love. And love doesn't necessarily have to be, it could be a romantic affair with yourself, you know? I mean, I don't know. It could just be like having lots of fun. It could be lots of flames. A romantic affair with my Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I, I really that. feel like I'm having an affair with myself. I love that. I, I mean, you know, there's some people in, in my life that might want to date me, but I'm more just concerned with enjoying my own company. I mean, if you can't hang out with yourself, who else are you going to hang out with? Yeah, but I, it's like getting aggressive. Right. I'm well, like, nobody else is allowed in. <laughs> I had two years of nobody else being yeah. allowed. I mean, like no one else. Yeah. I think it's a good, I mean, sometimes I think it can be a good thing. I mean, I think if you're in love with yourself and you're happy with your life, yeah. then you can, and you're the highest vibration of your, and version of yourself, yeah. you're going to attract in the right partner. Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing. We'll keep it posted. Well, Jupiter goes into Scorpio. Oh, yeah. October, but we shouldn't sidetrack because that's when, exactly okay. sorry so what okay back to this summer and what to expect yeah. yeah everyone should expect the cosmos to start rattling us up and lots of changes to start to occur towards the end of July over August and some spilling into September why eclipse season is on us again swerve okay. yeah so let's recap eclipse season what an eclipse is. I know we've done an episode on this, but I don't remember. And I thought we could do a refresher sure. for the folks at home. So basically, myself. you know, when there is a solar eclipse, the sun's light is blocked from earth by the moon. When there is a lunar eclipse, the earth uh, is in between the sun and the moon. So because normally the, the moon needs the sun to like get its light, right? So it basically means, and that there are partial eclipses and then there are total eclipses. And actually the one the in heart. August, yes, total eclipse. This is total eclipse of the heart. That's the irony. That's going to be the soul astrology Turn blog title. Around. Thanks, Elizabeth, for Every tuning into now that. And then I get a little okay. Little. <laughs> this whole singing thing is getting a little bit, I'm not sure how I feel about I'm it. I'm feeling dreamy. It's dreamy. It's dreamy Pisces moon day for Steph. Okay. I'm happy for you. God okay, bless so you. Right. She's like, I'm also going to commit you to a mental institution. Yes. There's going to be some talks What's later. What's your favorite Will Smith song, Ambie? Um, summertime. Oh, awesome. And now what? this feels like you guys are getting up No, it's a great, ch- I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sing because literally glass would shatter if I sang. Also because you just made fun of me for singing. So it would be like uncouth of you to then start singing. <laughs> okay, let's all go to karaoke together. Let's Let. have a date. Yes. Grand Grandma retrograde date. I okay. love karaoke. I love karaoke. Let's do it. Okay. That's a we'll serious one. It. Done. Yeah, okay, done. And then we'll sing, we'll sing summertime okay. and you Perfect. can watch. And you watch. We'll teach I'll you. Sing it. I'll sing Janis Chaplin summertime. Janice Chaplin? Who the fuck is Who's that? Janice Chaplin? <laughs> Who the fuck am I talking about? I'm a professional. Go on. Okay. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. It doesn't matter what sign. Obviously, everybody, look at the Leo-ruled parts of your charts because, you know, in your, in your natal chart um, and in your solar chart, and I'll write a full guide on this on my website, but have and I am getting a new chart calculator for everyone that keeps asking why I haven't got one. Change the site. But look at the Leo-ruled parts of your web, uh, your natal chart because that's going to tell you exactly where this eclipse is, these two new moons are falling in your chart. But for each of us, the natural zodiac themes apply of what Leo rules in the natural zodiac and all those themes of love, romance, dating, fun, creativity, self-expression. And with two new moons in Leo, one of them being a solar eclipse, we're going to get the opportunity to really reset the Leo-ruled part, parts of our charts and our lives. Eclipse season always comes with changes. We have a lunar eclipse in Aquarius 
that's going to be pretty big. It's going to be lots of changes with that. Then we have a solar eclipse in Leo two weeks later. So just bear in mind that things are going to start to shift towards the end of July. And we're not going to really understand exactly how it's going to play out until sort of mid-September-ish. Because guess what? Mercury is going retrograde again. Mark your cows, folks. Seriously. Okay. So the shadow starts on July the 24th. Soy soon. I know. Soy soon. But Uh. also soy weird or soy synchronistic. (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm saying the soy as well as you are. You're killing it. Um, But the Mercury retrograde shadow starts at the exact degree of the solar eclipse in Leo. What does it mean? Now, I could write an essay on this, mm-hmm. but obviously no one would probably want to listen to it or <laughs> me talk about it. So all that it means is, is from July 24th, watch what happens at that time. Things are going, like that, because that's just after the new moon in Leo. And that's the same degree as the, the, the Mercury retrograde is going to start in the shadow period in Leo at the same degree as the solar eclipse in Leo. It's it's bonkers. It's I wish wild. you could see Ambie's eyes bugging out of her head <laughs> as she describes this. I really love what I do. Yeah. I know I'm a geek and I spend a lot of time by myself reading about astrology and I like it. No, we love it too. We love it too. So just observe and just like... Just start to observe at the end of July. And allow. And, and allow. And also remember, say you set your new moon intentions on July 23rd at the new moon in Leo and say things go a little bit skew if or, you know, a little bit not quite to plan... Don't worry, because you've got a second chance at the Leo-ruled part of your chart come August 21st and that solar eclipse. Mercury, interesting. retrograde, Leo and Virgo, mainly in Virgo. Any Virgo, Virgo risings out there, I'm a Virgo rising, it's going to affect us a lot. Again, it's all the things that we can redo, reset, review, etc., etc. It doesn't have to be a bad Mercury retrograde. But I am t- warning people, and I mean this in a nice way, I don't want to be in a kind of positive consciousness, it's going to be quite a, a time of tumultuous shifts over mm. the next, so from July 24th to around September 20th. No two pressure, months. guys. <sighs> that always gives me like a little bit of anxiety when I hear that. That's because you're a Taurus. Mm-hmm. And you don't like change. It gives me excited feelings. That's because you're a Scorpio. <laughs> And you're slightly psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest now. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and that, but that's interesting because here's the thing. It's like, I actually, to be honest with you, my moon's in Taurus. I don't really like change either. And I'm going through a lot. I mean, even though it's happy change, I'm going through a lot of big changes in life, career, everything. Here's the thing. Change, and I, I know I say this repeatedly in blogs and Instagram posts, change is the only constant. The only thing that we are guaranteed of in life is change. And impermanence is the only state that we can really, we, we must accept. Like whatever it is that right. we have and like and enjoy, we must know that there's an impermanence to everything. And rather than letting that make us sad and make us worry about what's, when it's going to go or is it going to go or what's going to happen, instead it can make us have that attitude of gratitude and appreciation for what is now. Right now I'm sitting with you guys doing this, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I'm doing later. It doesn't matter what I do. Everything's going to change. Gratitude is the only modality we have to prolong a moment absolutely put absolutely. it on a pillow that's yeah. beautiful get out, like start a little craft thing yeah make that needlepoint yeah mm-hmm. i was i actually i'm gonna be picking up a craft and i've been thinking either needlepoint or beading so either way that's going into something love that for you <laughs> i like that i know 
That's a retrograde starts an Etsy store. I had a strong beating I phase in college. I, I beated my way through a third eye blind concert. Really? <laughs> that feels like a web extra that we need to get into a little bit later. Do either of you knit? Mm-mm. No, I want to. I, Grandma knitting. tried to teach me a lot. I love knitting. It's really so relaxing. That makes sense for you. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a bit of a grandma thing to do, but I really like it. Maybe I'm going to make you guys something. Okay. Yes. It might be a bit bobbly, but that's okay. That's, okay. that's fine. I would love like a big chunky scarf. I, that's, no I know. That's I thought that's what I was thinking. Okay. A big chunky scarf. Love that's that. But you might have to cut it in half and share. <laughs> we'll, tie, we'll tie ourselves together. Yeah, we'll, we'll just put it you on just ourselves. like a tight onion, just like not it. Okay, I, we sort of interrupted you. Yeah. So... The next few months is a time of, we you know, huge transformation, huge shifts. Mm. And what I would say to people is, is some people are going to have doors slammed shut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to trust that when the door is being slammed shut, whether it's a relationship that's ending, whether it's a job, whether it's an opportunity, you're trying to buy a place and it falls through. It doesn't matter what it is. It's business. Let it shut, slam shut, because something else is going to open up. And you have to have the consciousness of trusting um, that the thing that's ending is so that there can be a new beginning, which is very much in theme with this whole Capricorn full moon that everyone found quite intense. It's like huge endings and huge beginnings coming. I feel like sometimes during the full moons, I feel like very specific, like things that are ending or things at the beginning or specific things that I want to let go of or call in. But like right now it feels more like subconscious, like under the surface where Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's more quiet and if I really listen I can hear it but it's not necessarily anything that I can like distinctively say I'm going to call that more in or, or let that go more I'm just like I have to watch and just like allow but I think that's beautiful and I think that's but if I may say you know sharing on here obviously you know I've known you girls since last January I think you've been through this incredible journey and of just alchemy of complete transformation and I think that you're getting ready for Jupiter and Scorpio, which I'll come and talk about another time. But, you know, you're getting ready. You just you just need to let it unfold now. Yeah. And that's where you're at. And that's why I always say to people when I write these blogs or put these posts about the astrology is it's going to impact all of us differently. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for some of us, we're going to have the big shifts. Some of us may have the big shifts that happen just effort, seemingly effortlessly. But it depends where we are in our soul's journey. Mm-hmm. And that's why what I do is call soul astrology because it's all about your unique soul's journey. And you two very much are just like, you're just on your way, you know? Thanks for yeah. holding it down. I wish I could think of a good Will Smith song to sing at this moment. But... Summertime? Getting jiggy with it, which is yeah. yeah, getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Can you sing that? No, 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 Oh, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting jiggy. But you said something before we recorded, which mm-hmm. I thought was important to note, is that sometimes it's important to take a break from heavy, yes. hard, pulling in the manifesting or letting go. Okay. So here's, yes, that's a very, I'm glad you reminded me of that because I don't have any notes. Um, you know, I once, with this whole, you know, working with the lunar cycles or, you know, whether it's full moons and new moons or just being on a spiritual path, which I think we're all on a path of like self, de- you know, improvement and self-development. I think sometimes we can take it too far. And sometimes the most spiritual thing that you can do, the best thing you can do is nothing. Like I actually have people I look after that I say to them, stop doing, mm-hmm. stop making the manifesting this, stop even doing the release list like I for the last two months and I will for this new moon as well I haven't done manifesting lists once a year for three months in a row I let go and I don't make lists I don't even sometimes do burn lists at the time unless I really feel called to which I did this weekend to give thanks the reason why is because sometimes we try to micromanage the cosmos Mm. when we make those you know 
uh, new, new manifesting lists every month. We're so aware, and yes, it gets. We get into first. We get into this jive, and we start manifesting, and we get this in, and we get in that, and then we're like, "Oh, that thing didn't happen." So I'll take that to my next month's list. Oh, this thing didn't happen. And sometimes we're trying to micromanage in such a way that we're not allowing to. We're not being like Venus, and Venus just sits there and just receives. So mm. sometimes it's good to just take a chill pill and just take a break from the manifesting lists, from the rituals, and just from trying to micromanage. It's just like allow it to come in. It's like one day maybe you feel a bit off, next day you feel great. You don't really know. You know stuff's bubbling, but you don't mm-hmm. know exactly what it is. Allow. I feel like summer is a really good time to do that because, well, it's summer. Freedom. And it's it's hot and everyone just feels mm-hmm. like they kind of, even though we don't have like summers off, we're not students. It's like there just is that energy about where people aren't so hard on themselves and on the rigidity and on their goals and yeah. on, you know, where they're going. So I think now is a nice Abs- time for it's, that. And also, you know, with what we said about Leo season, these two, you know, have fun. Yeah. You know, I think that in this journey and on this path, like people forget, I know I, I definitely have been guilty of this in the past, just of just like working so hard and being so diligent and not having any fun. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And like, but like, all my fun is, you know, the work, whatever. You need to have fun. Like life is meant to be joyful. The spiritual path is meant to be, yes, it's hard sometimes, but it's also meant to be joyful. Like we're meant to be happy. Happiness is being spiritual. Do you know what I mean? It is being in tune with the cosmos. I really appreciate you kind of giving a nod to like not working with it sometimes. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just, I personally will just like, I don't have anything to write or I don't have anything. Nothing's coming to me. And then I'll feel like, it, there's, it takes the power away from the practice or the ritual if I'm just like doing it because I, it's something we talk about on the show and I'm like, well, if I don't do it, then I'm not being on brand, as one would say. I thought you were going to say honest, but LOL. Honest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but, but the most magical is when it just like comes to you and you're just like hit the page and it's like you have a full stream of conscious yes. experience with it. That's when it's fun and powerful, but when it's forced, it's like, because that's Not when it's authentic, vibe. right? And yeah. if you think about it, what, even these spiritual rituals or these working with the moon cycles or astrology, whatever way you want to do it, it's it can become like, you know, for some people that can go to a religious place, a church or temple or wherever it is, and they do it on autopilot. So it doesn't actually mean anything, right? Right. It's, it's everything is consciousness. Everything is about what is in our in our souls and our hearts and then in our heads as well and so if you're doing it on autopilot it means nothing don't do it that was literally my argument for not going to monday night school when i was a kid i was like i don't feel it is that hebrew school that was hebrew school like what before you i used to be like that about sri lankan yeah Yeah. i was like i was like i can talk to god at my house i don't have to go to temple (laughs) my mom just sent me my my bat mitzvah speech about my torah portion i have to bring it here Yes. Oh, I want to know what your Torah portion is. It was, um, it was about Sarah and like being a strong woman. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Is that your Hebrew name? Mm-hmm. Wow! Do you have a Hebrew name? Yeah. What is yeah. it? Yael. Ooh, Beautiful. I like that. Mine's Elisheva. Oh, kind of sounds like Elizabeth, huh? Yeah. So Sarah, Elisheva, and Yael are mm-hmm. sat chatting about the cosmos. I love that. We probably did this in a past life. You know? <laughs> oh, we clearly yes. did this in a past life. Clearly. So um, okay. So working with the moon. Maybe we can opt out if we're not vibing on it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but seriously. Always looking for an excuse not to do homework. <laughs> no, you know, abs- listen, I think, listen to yourself. The, the most important part, and even sometimes I know people who, you know, they don't want to read about this. They're really into the astrology, and then they're like, actually, it's not resonating with me anymore because this has happened in my life, and this is really good. And it's fine. 
do what you know people should do what to use all these different tools all these different uh you know different sources of education use them as resources but most important of all is you're your own guru mm -hmm. you know you're your own alchemist and you should listen to that inner voice and follow that that is more important than anything else but if you do decide that you want to do a list in, in august then try and do a six-month one because it's a good time you know with the eclipses it yeah. opens a six-month window of opportunity i feel like if you're like doing what you said and listening to how you feel and paying attention to your inner voice you know when you need to be doing that Absolutely. and when you're just kind of cruising and it's good. Yeah. And sometimes it's important. Like some, I used to find myself only journaling or writing when I was going through a stressful thing and I had to like retrain myself to do it all the time. So it wasn't always something that yeah. I did in times of strife. But this isn't that. This is just fucking chill. Yeah. It's the summer. It's the summer of love. Chill. Have some fun. You know, Stay tuned. If you want to read the Astro Update, stay tuned. But it's going to be great and there's going to be shifts and we're just all going to swim through them. Be like water. Water is strong, soft, yet powerful. And rem remember, water attracts equal levels. So vibes are important. Vibes are important. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, thanks, Ambie. You're, You're important. We love you so much. Aww, We're so thrilled for your life happenings. Thank and you. That you're here. The stars aligned. This is the first time you've been at the Ramat Institute I know, with it's us. It's beautiful. And, and I'm so glad you're doing it here. It's amazing. As usual, you guys can find Ambie at alchemywithambie.com. And you sign up for your astro update. Yeah. As well as you have kind of like an advanced. Yeah, you can enjoy a month free trial of Soul Astrology General Membership, um, which Watch is just out. like weekly updates on the cosmos meditations and more. And you can also apply for the uh, personalized membership and get a personalized membership each month, which is opt in and opt out each month to month because you're not tied down. I don't want people to yeah. feel like it's a kind of you know, uh, or see me on Instagram for the easy and little ones. Monthly first Friday of every month at Wanderlust. Yes, sound baths. We're still doing last, those. Oh, yes, Wanderlust Hollywood, and I'm going to do an eclipse sound bath on August the fourth, bringing five gongs, all the bowls, multiple chimes. It's going to be awesome. So if you okay. fancy a deep meditation, I hope you two are going to come. We'll be there. Please come do. hang out with us. Yay! Come join us. Thank you, Amby. We love you so okay. much. Love Bye. you girls. Love it. Bye. Yes. It's a retrograde. It's everybody's favorite segment. What is it? What is it? It's Roses and Thorns. Today's Roses and Thorns is brought to you by the sun and the moon. Because <laughs> without them, we wouldn't be here. Allegedly. Not sponsored, but open to we it. <laughs> we were trying something. If we could get sponsored by the sun and the moon, <laughs> I'd be great. Know, if, you, if anyone knows them, have their PR contact us. <laughs> Um, okay, roses, thorns, what do you have? You go first. Okay, let's go worst for first. Mm -hmm. After a four and a half month hiatus, uh -huh. back on the cough. You have a cough? Co coffee. Oh, 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 caffeine. Caffeine. Uh-huh. Caffeine. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's, she's not doing well. <laughs> not doing Her brain's well. a little misfired from I blame overstimulation. the Will Smith on Jones on 3rd iced coffee. Huh? Like the Will Smith references? Oh, right. Like, sure, sure. Just, you know. I wish I had coffee. Our intern <clears throat> didn't ask me if I wanted one, and I'm not over it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> a little salty. It. But the answer was, no, you didn't want one, is what we've come to that Well, she doesn't know that. Um, <laughs> it's a, just a fun game. So I, I don't know. I held it as a bad 
badge of honor. Like, a badge of honor. A Sorry. badge of honor. Uh-huh. Um, because I've always been like a stimulants queen. Like I love coffee so much. Mm-hmm. I love caffeine. And so to to really like put it down for four and a half months. That's really good. I was so proud of myself. But then the heat rolled around. I was like, all I want is an ice coffee. And you were so tired because it's so hot. Yeah, just like that little extra boost. It was, I will say it was so incredible to really for the first time in my life, like be in my natural rhythm, like so deeply, like not having anything to help me mm-hmm. wake up and just like flowing with it and sitting in that and feeling what that was like. That said, iced coffee. So good. So good. I know. But I'm like not on it every day or anything like that. It's like a special treat and I'll drink like a quarter of it and I feel jazzed. So I'm just riding that wave right now. I'm so happy for you. I don't know. I think it's fine. Don't overthink it. I'm not overthinking it, but I'm like also not like. I think that you're like making it into too big of a thing. Totally. Will she or won't she? Will she or won't she? It's like have it if you want it. Don't have it if you don't want it. Like stop making it into a bigger thing than it is. You know what it was is that a number of years ago I did this when I did like my yoga teacher training, life training course thing. We had to do a month vegan Um, no alcohol, no caffeine, all of that, like really like a full elimination. And after that 30 days, I realized like coffee was the only thing that I ended up having a weird relationship with. And it's stuck with me ever since. Oh, I'm so addicted to coffee. I went to the beach with my brother on Sunday and I didn't get coffee before I went to his house because I didn't want to be late. Uh So I was like, can we just stop on the way? to get it and he like wasn't stopping and like the more places that he drove by the more agitated I was becoming and I was like it's not funny like I would never do this to you and then (laughs) our other friend was in the car and she's like um somebody has an addiction and I was just like I mean it's just like fucked up like I was turning into like Uh, a kind of a monster and I was like getting actually truly mad at my brother for no reason because I didn't have coffee in my system. Right. Caffeine will do that to you. But it's like my last remaining vice. Right. I know. Like So like ride the way. I just love it. And I you shouldn't deny it. yourself. It's the summer That's of true. love. That's true. Love the coffee that you ingest. Exa- exa- exactly. 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 What's your thorn? My thorn um, uh, is uh, uh, fucking – News media. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking before, like, I was listening to NPR, and normally I turn it off after like 20 minutes, but I just kind of like left it on all day. And it occurred to me that if we just stopped talking about all of this stuff, it just wouldn't exist. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Like, I feel like everyone is just talking about. Like when we interview like Kellyanne Conway or we interview these people that are like clearly lying, like when we ask Donald Trump Jr. to like make a statement, it's like, why are we doing that? Like we know he's lying. And then there's just more news about someone who's not telling the truth. And then it's like that becomes a story. And it's like, meanwhile, everyone's about to lose their health care. And we're talking right. about there's you know what so I mean? like, much focus on like what what's being said and not focus on what's being done. What's being done and like and what isn't being done. Right. And I'm just like I'm so annoyed by the narrative and I as I listen to it more and more I'm like this is this is all just like our own creation. Like we just Completely. need to like unsubscribe in a way like we need to do a mass unsubscribe. I mean it's like this whole like US versus Russia conversation like what even is this? Like I'm like wh- 
what is the world doing? Like, why are we doing this to ourselves? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And it's like, it's just so bizarre to me. So that's kind of my thorn where it's like, obviously this is everyone's thorn, but every day it's just like more insanity. But my rose of it is I'm obsessed with watching Trevor Noah. Like, I think he's doing such a good job. Um, He's a babe. If anyone knows him, I'd love to date him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, also, Hassan Piker of Young Turks. I have now. I have all these like news crushes. I'm like, what is happening? Um, so yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I'm having weird reactions. It's thorny. It's thorny, it's and deep, like I'm deep angry, but I'm also just like astonished that we keep asking people to lie to us. Is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, also, I follow. Um, <laughs> follow par- um, paranormal pictures. Okay. This is so funny. I want to show you this picture because I feel like this is this is kind of a rose actually. Nothing nothing's better than showing a picture. But I just want you to show it. Okay. So it's paranoia pics and it's like par- the paranormal and it's all like people, you know, uh, mental institutions from 1870 that are haunted and then it kind of shows you weird videos. They're like, imagine you're driving down the road and you saw this and it's like weird ghosts jumping out in front of your car and then I'd go and that was just someone had retweeted and then I go to their page and their top retweeted tweet was best recipes, crispy orange chicken sandwich. And I was like, <laughs> paranoia pigs. Hilarious. <laughs> hey, a multifaceted account. Can't someone be mad forgot at that. They weren't manning their personal <laughs> account and they were manning the paranormal. So I love it. It's really funny. That Twitter is funny. Is a weird fucking place. Sure um, is. What's your rose? Oh, I went on to this incredible, incredible place this past weekend. Todos Santos, Mexico. Uh-huh. It's about a two-hour flight from LA. You fly into Cabo. You take an hour drive, and then you're in like the most magical, untouched little town. We stayed at. We went for Sofia. Our friend, friend of the show, Sophia Bush, it was her birthday. She brought together a lovely group of ladies. And <sighs> Connie Britton was there, you guys. And I have shan't stopped clutching my pearls. <laughs> shan't, haven't, can't, won't. I'm freaked Pearl out. Grass. Where the fuck is Connie? She's the best. <laughs> um, along with Connie, Ruthie, Babs, Lauren. It was just like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophia. Let's talk about Connie. <laughs> Sophia is just like this person who like collects phenomenal, amazing people. It was very honored to be in such good company and you we became just, a blogger we pretty much just like ate chips guac ceviche tacos drank tequila went swimming repeat sounds amazing and visited a blanket factory on the way to the uh back to the airport mexican blanket factory did you buy one i bought two fun yeah cute it was amazing it just like i must say you guys have to check out this hotel hotel san cristobal it's just magical I, the reason why i took so many pictures and posted them is because every fucking corner of this hotel like you there's no place that is not like just beautifully aesthetically amazing it was just like i cannot wait to go back there Visit it was at elizabeth cott if you'd like to see her take a stint as a blogger <laughs> trying something you guys <laughs> um anyway it was just like a magic magic three days and it was so special and it's it's so weird because I didn't even realize I was like even a little bit stressed out but you know that when you're on vacation and that like moment just comes around you're like (sighs) and like 20 pounds of whatever just is like released from your shoulders and you're just like oh I'm so relaxed Mm -hmm. so I'm like riding high on that still it's pretty nice and you're about to go on another vacation I am Mm -hmm. but more on that later yeah (laughs) TBD taking July pretty chill 
Oh, on that note, you guys, we were thinking that in maybe perhaps next week for a few days, we could all do like a So Retrograde community digital detox. Yeah, we're thinking like that was the one thing I noticed and like all love, but we were all kind of like on our phones. Right. And it really takes you out of being in the moment. And I just thought it would be kind of fun to maybe like as a TSR community, we can kind of be like, we're going to be off our phone for like this mandated day. Let's do days. 20th through the 22nd. We'll get back to you guys on that. July. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you want to do those days? No, I'm, I'm, I just don't know what's going on in my cal, you know? Okay. We'll keep you guys posted <laughs> once Elizabeth knows her schedule. Yeah. Um. Then, we'll, then we'll go from there. But yeah, digital detox thoughts. Let us know what you guys think. Thoughts. T-H-O-T-S. Thoughts? Yes. Thoughts? <laughs> I thought that was an acronym. I was like, oh, thoughts. It is. That hose over there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So vacation. Major rose. Love that. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, yeah, I do. Well, you know, you guys, summertime is my main rose. <laughs> Forever rose. Forever rose, summertime. But um, I started working on a show. I think I'm allowed to tell yeah, people. Yeah, you, you can. No one. It's nobody, just between us. Also, nobody cares. Um, it's going to be on Showtime. It's so amazing. White Famous. It's starring Jay Farrow of Saturday Night. Saturday Night Live. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? A little show <laughs> on SN- on NBC. Um, and um, I play a chef who's the potential love interest of his best friend, his hometown best friend who's a mailman. And he's so like exciting. A, he's like, and Jay's like a actor comedian who's like trying to make it, trying to become white famous. I'm... And it's so really I'm fun. so excited. It's really fun. It's by the creator of Californication and like some of the characters from Californication are going to be in White Famous because like all in the same like yeah. whole world. Um, and I worked on Monday and I'm working three days this week and like hopefully manifesting more days on the show. So exciting. And yeah, it's really cool. New moon manifest that shit. This is this is not a new moon manifestation. <laughs> this is a um, <laughs> decade ago decade I ago. asked to get a TV job and now and I'm here we are. I know <laughs> it's. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I'm so excited to see it. Um, yeah, what yeah. a show! October. I'm gonna have some things that are gonna come out, guys. So why don't you subscribe Stay to tuned. Showtime and HBO now because ever hear of it? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's Elizabeth's main bit now. <laughs> um, what a wonderful show. We love Ambie so much. Next time, we're going to have her back in about a month or so to do an Ask Ambie. All, and all she ever says, like the past year or two, all she keeps saying is like, just wait till Jupiter goes into Scorpio and that's yeah. happening this October. So I'm just like dying to find out. Yeah. TBD. What's going to happen? Same. I'm just hoping that we just spontaneously combust into fairy dust. I mean, what can happen? Probably. <laughs> Most likely. Praying for it. Summer, summer, summer time. Um, well, you guys are the best. We love you more than anything you ever. You can check us out at that's so retrograde.com. Shoot us an email. That's so retrograde at gmail.com. Follow us on socials at so retrograde. And just never forget to namaste listening. Amen. <laughs> Yes, that's a retrograde.